Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. It's another amazing day in the Grit and Gravitas podcast studio. Super excited to have uh, a good friend. Good friend. Colleague, uh, women business owner, all the things, and a fellow Salvation Army Harrisburg board member. So that's kind of like a major exclamation (laughs) point. Tanya Alsh, welcome to Grit and Gravitas. Thank Annie, you. how awesome is this? It's 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 really <laughs> one of those moments. It's almost more pressure because you do care for so yes. much for someone. Yes. And um, talk about Mounts giving to the community. I mean, it's one of the things, one of the many yes, things yes, I yes, admire yes. the most. Well, and uh, for sure, Tanya. So it's 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 an exciting exciting day. And we kind of, so we have done Tanya of some backstory here. Uh, we crested 58 episodes and we're still waiting for that one man. So we haven't, we haven't <laughs> gotten him yet. Looking for one good man. I know. Right? One good I'm glad start. I beat him to the first <laughs> <time>. <laughs> But we always, uh, we're very curious by nature, women business owners, as you know, and, and executives in business. And we dig deep for really great stories early on your story at Mounts, uh, you know, rose to the top. And I have the honor of, of knowing you and seeing you in the community. So I know even more about the story. <laughs> Annie knows, you know, uh, probably more than me. But uh, we would love to g- bring us up to speed on the beginnings of Mounts. You celebrated some decades of anniversaries. Uh, tell our listeners who Mounts is. Well, Mounts is local, which is what is most more important to me. Absolutely. And being part of our community, as you already mentioned, it's part of our DNA to give back because we can't live here and not support where we live. So we love that. And it's part of what my father always instilled in us as children. And, you know, living by the golden rule is what he always told us. So I grew up in this business and started by making bows, which we still have the machine. And we make all of our bows at the jewelry store for the packages. So that's very special to me, too. That's, That's awesome. it's really emotional. Did, did you always know, Tanya, that this would be your life's calling? Not really. So I, as most children, think you know better than your parents. And, <laughs> and so I didn't think I was going to go down the path of jewelry. And we had a situation in our family, and I was always a daddy's girl. So when he needed me, I came back. I went to California and became a graduate gemologist. Oh, wow. And came back to Pennsylvania, and I actually worked at my father's store, and then I would drive 40 miles to our original store in Carlisle. So the original store was downtown Carlisle, which has now moved, but it was one store when my father bought it in 1979, so you're talking about decades. So, Yes. So 45 years will be this coming year. That's big. Most small businesses don't make it past seven, so 45 (laughs) 
and and, and a new generation. Right. So you you and your brother are the second generation. Yes. So I'm sometimes considered the third because there is a difference in age. Yeah. <laughs> I won't tell you which one's older. No. <laughs> but I'm hoping that we continue that. And my son has shown some interest. So great. We'll see. My daughter is actually in advertising, and she does photography. And she photographs a lot of jewelry, so possibly And I too. follow her on Instagram. So, yeah, she's yes. a rock star. She is. Yeah, and a sweet, sweet girl. So you went from one, your, your father founded one in Carlisle. And so you have grown now, fast forward 2023, to how many stores? So we have three. So we're okay. in Harrisburg, Camp Hill, and Carlisle. And at mm-hmm. one point, we're in the Capital City Mall. We were in the Camp Hill Mall. Camp Hill Mall. Camp Hill right, Mall. And right. we moved into the freestanding. So... Carlisle, we were downtown. We moved outside of town a little bit just because of space and parking. In Camp Hill, we were in the Camp Hill Mall. We're now on Trindle Road. And in Harrisburg, we were in the Colonial Park Mall. And now we're on Jonestown Road right in front of the mall. It used to be a firehouse. Oh, cool. (laughs) Now a jewelry store. I, I talk often about just retail period and the enormity of the how it's changed even in the past five years. Just in how people shop. And, you know, the online just took that to a whole other level to be able to compete. And essentially, I say to you, the only competitor Mounts has is Mounts. Because every year, uh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Every year it's, it's, hey, you know, better year than last year. And like, how does a business do that? Well, but Bounce does it. How do you do that? Several different ways. I mean, again, we're so involved in the community and mm-hmm. it's so much of our passion just to get to meet people, be out there and, you know, talk about our story right. and know that they're supporting local and that we give back. I think that is a key part of this yep. because I, I believe that people want to support those who support other people. Mm-hmm. And again, we have great staff as you know our team is amazing 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 and we build relationships that's what our industry is about yeah and trying on a piece of jewelry makes it so much more personal you know buying something online it's hard enough you know when you don't see something it it is impersonal that's a great point yeah and jewelry is a very personal purchase you want to make sure that and we're just talking about this a little bit ago about how it's important to be able to pass it down through generations and being able to look at the same piece of jewelry that your mother, your grandmother, or your great grandmother even looked at. Well, and that's, I know you, uh, you're very popular for amounts moment and you, yes. uh, you really have, uh, capitalized on the emotional connection we have with jewelry or gifting in general mm-hmm. and celebrating, um, you know, different seasons in our life. And when we talk about, a. a I'm not above self-purchasing, <laughs> whatever you call that, self-gifting, you know. And I think even post-COVID, these decisions, uh, and and tell me if I'm wrong or not, I feel like people were more open to, what are we waiting for? What am I waiting to turn 50 to do something? Or what am, what am I waiting to give my child, you know, this, this huge special, whether it's a sapphire, a diamond, a watch. I think it's more like let's let's just capture that meaning now right. and give something that won't fade. You never lo- know what's going to happen. Right. And it's very important just to be able to recognize all those special occasions and the people who are special in your lives. And I think that, again, we realized how important family was and there's different points of everybody's life when they realize that. And we each have our own. Right, right. And I, and I think it's, it's, it's probably the only business that when when someone there reaches out to me 
It could be various reasons, but it's always, oh, hey, Annie, this is coming up. And we know you're you're really going to either look great in this or want to look at this. It's not necessarily come buy something. Right. And it's one of the few places I never mind hearing from someone. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just uh, you can't talk about the high touch and the high service. And that comes over years of longevity. Well, again, you know, it's the relationships that we built with everybody. It's the relationships. And who wouldn't want to get a call if they were going to give you an idea of what to buy somebody? Who you don't know what to buy for them this time. Right. So you're impossible to buy for. <laughs> but, so the wish list is perfect well, yeah, for Annie. Yeah. But it, star- it starts, though, <clears throat> and I try to tell my team this, it starts at the top, whereby if I'm not cultivating those deep relationships mm-hmm. with, with my team, they're in turn not going to pay that forward right. and develop that deep type of relationship right. With, with each other and with our external partners. Our team is family. That, that, they, yeah, that, right and and it, it just, it, I, I often say this, like how, how do they not leave, right? They just, they either are added basically or they mm-hmm. just don't leave. And so as a company in retail right. for this right. sort of, to me, specialty purchase, wow. Yeah, we love our team. And again, they are our family. Mm-hmm. And people ask me what keeps me up at night. That's what keeps me up at night. I have to support these people, make sure that we're having success so that right. they can get a paycheck. Support their families. Yeah, support yeah. their take families, care of their take family. care of themselves. I mean, we want to be successful for their sake. Right. So again, you can't do that without growing and building those relationships and we're all about education. Yeah. So we try to communicate with everybody all the time and educate and whether it be with our clients. So those relationships are so important mm-hmm. and educating them as well. Right, right. Because you can find anything on the internet. Who knows if it's true? Right, exactly. <laughs> if you want it to be black, it can be black. If yeah. you want it to be white, it can be white. But to find out what the truth is, yeah. you need to come in, speak to somebody who is an expert, and that's what we do. Good. And people, people recognize what you do very little anymore of what is said, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's all right. through actions. Um, share, if you would, Tanya, a little bit of, uh, we've, with almost every guest we've talked about, setbacks and comebacks. So in 45 years of business, um, there's probably been a blip on the radar <laughs> once <Right>. or twice. <laughs> um, can you share a little bit, you know, what... What setbacks you, either you as a female executive might have had uh, and how you developed resilience from that or were able to come back, you know, probably even stronger. So I have a very personal story. It's a little bit different than you probably have heard, but my entire family was in a horrific car accident and Mm. it will be 16 years on December 1st. December 1st. December 1st, 16 years. And my husband was given a 3% chance to survive. Oh, my word. My children were four and eight at the time. And obviously, I was in the car. And to have your entire world changed in an afternoon makes you change your perspective on life. I mean, I always have believed everything happens for a reason. And anybody who knows me knows that I say that all the time, that you can only control certain parts of your life. And control what you can control but the things that you can't control you have to come out of them stronger and try to figure out how you're going to make it work for you and I think that it made a big difference for us at 
at the store, like I said, they're, everybody there is like family. Right. And the very first thing I always say when we have somebody new coming on board, and it's hard to teach this or I guess get them to understand it until they live it, that family comes first to me. So if they have a situation... That's so refreshing. <laughs> that's not often heard of. Uh, and again, she's li- you're living No, it. I, I mean, it. it's, yeah. it's not so what you're saying because you can say that and then, th- you know, it doesn't follow mm-hmm. through. So you're living it. But if somebody has a situation and they have a parent or a, you know, a sibling or Caregiving whomever situation. that they need yeah. to get to, that comes first. Right. We're all there to support each other. So if somebody needs to step out, somebody yeah. else will step in and we're there right. to support each other. Great. And we're not going to be able to change the way that I think about that. Good. So, so the, the car accident, you've that 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How did that affect your work? Were you able to come back uh, to work? Were you affected as well? I was. I mean, I had multiple broken bones and oh I could Lord. not come back because my husband. He might need care. Well, <laughs> yes. And December 1st, you can imagine. Yeah. So one thing that I would say is no matter what position you're in in a company, that it's important to understand that you have a team around you. Mm-hmm. If somebody would tell me, oh, you know, you could go out on December 1st and not come back until after Valentine's Day and everything's going to be just fine, <laughs> I would be like, you have lost your yeah, mind. Right. But when you don't have a choice, you yeah. do it. And everybody stepped up. I was going to say, then your team Everybody stepped, stepped up. up. I mean, again, it's, it's what we do. It's what we do for each other. And it's like that in every industry or any business that you're in. Well, it's hard as the leader to surrender that. You were forced to right. surrender that. But I think very insightful. It makes you think now going forward, like, are, your, are, are we doing a good job as women executives making sure the people under us are capable to step up? Are, are we giving them enough, you know, uh, free reign and professional development that they can step into that role? Because... You know, did the company go on? Did you did you struggle? I mean, Christmas, that has to be your biggest time. And it all went just fine. Wonderful. And I think that that's a, a key when you have a business. I know I've heard you talk about this. You have to surround yourself with people who are capable. You yeah. can't think that you're the strongest person right. and you're the only one who can do right. anything. Right. You have to allow others to, you know, stay in their lane, do their thing, but also give them that ability to make decisions and not always be the decision maker. Ask, you know, what do you think before you give them an answer? That's tough as an entrepreneur because, you know, we're used to doing everything Mm -hmm. in the beginning, but then when you get in a new growth mode, so you go from one small store to a new generation to three stores that are thriving and growing it's hard to shift the mindset and make Mm -hmm. sure the team knows like hey you know i can do these things but these are things these are skills you need to master and learn should you know i have to step and it's hard sometimes sometimes you think you have the best answer but is it hearing somebody else's response or how they would handle something maybe it's better maybe it's worse but it still you'll still have a result right right and it's either a learning experience or a growing experience and, you know, we're all three very, very, very much guide, guided by our faith. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very difficult, no matter what the situation, any relationship, to put your faith in someone, to put your trust, yeah. to put your kindness and your care. And we we don't know what someone's capable of until we do that. Yeah. That's right. And 
everyone in that equation, because I've talked to almost everyone about it in, in your enormous setback, um, is how everyone did things they did, never knew they could do. Mm-hmm. Everyone did things that were unimaginable to think, well, what if Tanya weren't here? It, it, they, they, they rose to levels they would not have understood they were capable of reaching. And I, I just think that's the faith part of it, right? Even, even when it, it's not forced, we, we have to give people the opportunity to really excel and to grow. But, but, it, and I think too, you know, you're, you're in this business with Ron, your brother, and he's holding this all together while he's terrified right. mm-hmm. as a brother right, and as his family. And so I, I look at, I look at Ron as a mentor to you oh, my word, yes. to, to, almost a Siamese twin in a lot of ways. You're very different, but to have that, right? It's one difference with a family business because I was always taught to separate business from family. And when you're in a, I grew up with that. Yeah. I mean, and it is something that it's hard to teach somebody because Mm -hmm. my husband was in the business with me for a while. And was he? I didn't know that. Yes. Short period of time, but he couldn't believe how I could do that. But we had to because you can't, you can't live your entire yeah, life working yeah. all the time. So it was, it's just funny how you can grow That's up and you learn it. It is. I shout it out, especially for anyone listening who works with family. And mm-hmm. I have on many occasions, you know, hired <laughs> and worked with family. Uh, it's very hard to compartmentalize, but you know, maybe your father instilled that, that you, mm-hmm. you, you really would negatively impact the family if you live and breathe it 24-7, if every Thanksgiving meal is talking about oh, that. Yeah, it would be impossible. Yeah. And again, it was very important at that point for Ron to be able to focus on business when he's focusing on business right. and focus on us as family when he needed to focus on us as family. Yeah. And the ability to have not just that mentorship, but that mentorship through something that absolutely challenged both parts of him right in a major way and the important thing for me in a business setting is just there's conflict always there always 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 there's pressure there's just setback comebacks big and small every day and what are we doing to to have the conversations and it all goes back to that foundational faith trust Right. The ability to communicate. And I don't think anyone can solve everything just in a solitary way. No, not at all. And, you know, one thing that I always talk about is when you get your emotion, I'm very emotional. And it's been a struggle <laughs> of mine. <laughs> Look at you laughing. Obviously, we all have emotion. Yeah. Right. But when somebody talks to me about how should I deal with the situation and you know that they're just, they took something so personal. Right. I always say, just think about how you would tell somebody else. If they told you this happened to them, what would you tell them to do? Yeah. I think that's a big way to deal with a lot of different situations at work because you can't help but be emotionally affected sometimes. But if you came to me and said, you know what, Tanya, you know, I am so hurt by this and this is what occurred. And I would say to you, so if 
this happened to me, what would you tell me, Annie? Yeah. It take sort of the emotion out of it, right? Yeah, it takes it's the a different out perspective. When you're, when you're a step giving... back, that's phenomenal. Yeah. And Warren Buffett says yeah. a lot the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I do think as women, and I don't think we have to apologize for mm-hmm. it, we are more um, emotional. Yes. We, we're just weird nurturers. Mm-hmm. We have different jobs in life. Um, we have maybe the same job at work, but we're not going to execute it the same way. No. Right. And, and so I think there's that self-regulation to your point, And I know I get way too emotional, <laughs> just create cr- like, shh, calm down, step right. back. Right. And that's how I regulate, but I'm not going to apologize for it. I mean, it's what is the essence of us. And it's hard when you're younger. I think you definitely get revved up so much faster and yeah. all of us have been there <laughs> and we've learned that, you know, you have to wait before the words come yeah. out. You just need to wait till they're going to be the proper words and not say something that's you know, going to affect it in the wrong way. Especially in case you were thinking of tweeting it or posting it. Uh, yeah, well, don't do that. Don't do <laughs> that's that. That's always a, a no-no. <laughs> <laughs> but and I think having, and, and Anne and I talk about this, and, and you've heard, Tanya, for, for women to continue to get promoted and to get c-suite jobs and to get leadership positions if the majority of men are the ones promoting them they have to they have to change that dynamic as well and ron is is so proud of you and all of you as a business person and what i've learned from him just in that sense and i've never ever gotten the sense that it mattered to him one iota right and that's a valuable mentor to have regardless. Yes. And I think it's important also not to have an expectation, whether you're a family member or Mm -hmm. if you are a woman and you think an expectation is there because, well, I'm part of the family, I should get this. I mean, it, and again, it's how we've always been raised. I mean, when I came into the business, I wasn't running anything. Yeah, <laughs> I right. was at running. That point, You're just I running. was running and, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was doing whatever anybody told me to do, mm-hmm. whether it was sweeping the, the front sidewalk at the store, or at that point we hand wrote tags for yeah. items. I was handwriting the tags. <laughs> you know, you have to, you can't manage and lead something until you understand it from the ground up right. because your base and your foundation is what makes you what you are. Especially in a family-owned business with your last name the same as, you know, right. the, the well, name on the door. Uh, you probably have a lot more, uh, you had a lot more eyes critiquing you. You know, is this, is the boss's daughter up to the task? Right. Is she just getting this promotion because of A, B, or C? But, I mean, that's, that's good to remember to perform for yourself and uh, make sure before you give someone advice, you know, you think about it, take a deep breath and, and discern how you would want to receive that. Right. And it's important to gain respect yes. because you, you can never just assume that what you think is right all the time. And Ron told me from the very beginning, he was going to be holding me more accountable than anybody else in the company. <laughs> because if you want somebody to actually be able to perform, you have to hold them more accountable. Right. So if you just let people get away, then the business, you know, the structure just crumbles. Yeah. That base falls away. Did you find, Tanya, I think this is important to anyone, um, you know, on your team or in business. Did you find yourself different in terms of the talent you brought to the business than Ron? Did it overlap? 
did it sort of find its its waterline pretty quickly about what he did and was great at and what you did and you were great at it and did you find roles or did that enter and commingle to start so it's so interesting because we really have never had an argument which That's is crazy so ron and i never lived in a house together he was out of the house by the time i was born so it's been a very interesting relationship. We got to know each other by working together. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. So, so it's foundational. I know. It, right? It's, it's just we were both raised, obviously. We had the same parents. Yeah. So we were raised the same way. We both had the same structure and beliefs in our you know, background, in yeah. our principles mm-hmm. and our childhood but when I came into the business he didn't know what to expect I could have been a loose cannon yeah. for all he knew you know and maybe I am sometimes but <laughs> that's a whole other story right but he didn't know what he was getting so he had to get to know me and what my strengths were and our strengths are totally different I mean we think good. in a very similar way but he is definitely one to see big picture and I'm detail every day you know, getting things accomplished in the store. So I think the combination works very well. Strategy. That's great. Operations, right? Right. Strategy process, right? Here's the big headline, but what's in the copy of how we actually execute that? And I think just knowing what seat you have on that bus is very important. Hugely important. Understanding, I mean, I know what his forte is, and if I need advice in anything, I'll go to him. But with that, I... I turn it over to him, you know, Yeah. he may ask my opinion, but he needs to be the one leading that, that charge. As is evidenced because he has extended time away. Right. You know, where he's not, you know, in the market mm-hmm. or doing, you know, what, what he's doing, right. To, right. to fulfill, um, not retirement. I don't know if that's <laughs> ever going to be in his vocabulary, but the energy, right. right that yeah. you both bring and his ability to go, you know what, Tanya, you got this. That's huge. Right. You know, and when you have a passion, it's hard to give well, it up. Right. I mean, retirement yeah, never really happens. And, right. you know, I don't know what I would do without knowing that I have that lifeline to always call on. I yeah. mean, it's, it's great to have. I mean, that's one of the, the blessings with having mm-hmm. family in the business. So you talk about longevity, and that's why they feel like family, because that's how I look at everybody. Mm-hmm. But when you have an actual family member, I mean, the goal is to have that trust and faith that, they're going to have the same ideals that you have. What would you say? Go ahead, Ann. I, I'm thought. <laughs> no. <laughs> we took, both took a breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, can you share, Tanya, like one or two uh, tips that you would tell your younger self? See, that was Is that yours? the same thing. No, it was great. That's how I like. <clears throat> so, you know, go back 25 years. And as well, you're coming onto the scene, we have a lot of uh, female listeners. And part of our passion is to shorten their learning curve Mm -hmm. so we tell stories of ourselves and every guest like go right don't go left go you know take make this decision this didn't end up well for us so any any uh tips you could share tanya along the way like what really uh or either you would do differently or reinforce that yes you did it and this is really good for the younger ladies to think about i think getting involved in the community is is key I think there's so many people out there who have no idea of all the opportunities. Mm-hmm. And you just, you need to be involved. I mean, these organizations can't function without volunteers. Right. 
and you know, sitting on a board or just giving of your time. There are so many different ways and you meet so many great people doing it and it is so fulfilling and it's, it's a good thing. I mean, it's just human kindness and everybody should do it. And I think a lot of young people don't think of that uh, in the earlier levels, in yeah. earlier stages. And I know we've talked to Salvation Army. <laughs> we want the young, energetic right. people. Like you're not too young to serve. No. So you can't write, probably can't write the big checks, and that's fine. We'll take, you know, time and treasure. We'll take well, it all. Time is worth a lot more well, exactly. at times. And exactly. again, when I first started, I didn't realize that. And just like you were saying, I think that that's one thing that I would have done differently. I got involved quickly, but I could have started earlier. I mean, I, I got involved with organizations that were for young people but not nonprofits. Like the young professionals. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what that's you good, see. And it's almost advertised yeah. for young business people. So that's where you go. But I think just opening your eyes and whatever your passion may be, whether it be animals or feeding the hungry mm -hmm. or children, children with special needs or just children in general, right, right. whatever it is that you have a passion for, you should go out there and find a way to give back. That's great. And I said, I went back to, to, to Don Young, our chairman, and I said, you know, because um, Universal tithes and donates, mm -hmm. I mean, more than any company I've ever known about, except, except Mounts, to the, to the community. <laughs> and I, I said, you know, everywhere I go, since I'm at Universal, Mounts is there. Let me tell you about the mouse story. He said that business story. I have a lot of respect for. <laughs> I'm not like whoa. Like that was. It was just a lot for him to go into that story. But what what amazed me about mounts was how much you gave. You know, as a company, and of course your people are always yes, there. I mean, again, so shoe strut their table right totally. was on our <laughs> table, right? Like okay, what are we? What's God? Yes. What's auctioning yeah. today, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's part of our DNA. I mean, we give over yep. to a hundred different is. charities a year. Wow. Oh and my word. Again, and didn't I tell you just like that? Thirty minutes was going to be. And my reply always is, "It's our show. So <laughs> <laughs> if we want to go thirty-two minutes, we can. We can go thirty-five. <laughs> no, I love that. Our uh, principal at Dieter Gallagher Group is uh, whoever tells the story writes history. So by joining us tanya letting us uh, learn more about your story what you're doing in the community 45 years for any business i mean what a legacy uh, uh kudos to your father for waking up with his you know mission and passion kudos to you and ron and then uh so you're anticipating that the next generation will join you <laughs> do you want us I to would, like say that publicly no. or you want to just no pressure i mean i would never pressure right. our children to do anything but it it's fun I mean, why not? Why not do something that's fun? I mean, I don't want them. I want them to live their lives and be happy, right. which again is what's most important in life. 100%. You only get one opportunity to do it. But I know too, uh, you know, your son has, has spent time in the store mm -hmm. and Ron very much swings from, uh, he's such an exceptional young man and, and, and the obvious love and affection he has for his nephew, but then the pivot to how well... He does in the store. He thinks a lot like Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay, Tanya, where can our listeners and viewers find Mounts and find or follow you and Mounts online? 
So we obviously have a website, moundsjewelers.com. And if you'd like to see our smiling faces in person, which is what I highly recommend, so you can yeah. try on all so of the I. beautiful yeah. diamonds yeah. and jewelry that we have. We are in Carlisle, we are in Camp Hill, and we're in Harrisburg. Oh, that's awesome. And you're on Instagram. Oh, yes. Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. Twitter. Any, anything that's digital, we are there. Go find us, follow us, like us, please. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Thanks for being an amazing <laughs> woman in business in Pennsylvania. Thanks for helping us make our, you know, gifting or self-gifting uh, <laughs> memorable and special. So, so uh, fulfilling. I know. Thank you for having me here today. It was so yeah. much fun. Absolutely. We need like We're a neighbors. champagne. Yeah, we need a toast. It's, right. it's a work day. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Have a high gear day. Thanks so much, Tanya. Thank you. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and have a high gear day.